The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Friday. It's Michelangelo. This room is painted black. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. I've been going through the archives of the Armstrong Getty show. Found kind of an unusual little segment from about five or six years ago. Um, This was a very strange one. So Joe Getty needed a painter for his house. So he calls the painter and somebody answers. And um, Joe gets quite the surprise. I'm just going to let him tell the story. It's a pretty short segment. And what's really strange in this segment is Jack has a similar story to Joe's. And both of these stories are very unusual, but as always, very entertaining. So let's go back to, I believe, yeah, this is 2016. When Joe Getty needs a painter for his house and runs into unexpected trouble. <laughs> oh, speaking of life changes, so uh, Judy and I, we need a painter, do a little uh, painting on the house, the exterior of the house. And, and, uh, what color guy, are you going with? Uh, brownish. <laughs> kind of house colored. House colored. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so uh, and, uh, this guy was recommended, and, and, and I called. I said, hey, is, uh, may I speak with Jim, please? Click. Phone is hung up. Now, my phone had been acting a little weird earlier, so I thought, eh, it might be my phone. I wonder. So I, I, I called back. I said, hey, I'm calling for Jim. I'd like to talk to him about a little painting. And the lady says, Jim died half an hour ago. Wait a second. Wait a second. You heard me. <laughs> Jim died a half an hour ago. Yes. Oh, my God. No joke. Oh, my God. So I said... I mean, the first part was easy. I said, oh, my God, I am so sorry. Sorry to have bothered you. Why are you still answering the phones if well, he died a half an hour ago? She thought maybe Aunt Jean or, or oh, Jim's oh, okay. sister. So this is like just, his personal phone. This, this is, is his the, home. This, this is, is okay. his wife. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So not a business. So, But I said, I'm so sorry. Then I thought, okay, how do I end this conversation? Do I just say bye? <laughs> or... uh 
So do you I guess paint? he won't be. Uh, <laughs> paint. I guess he's painting God's house now. So anyway, um, I, guess I like that. So I just I, I I didn't know what to say. I guess the pearly gates needed a fresh coat. So I just I said I'm so sorry. So I uh, I uh, uh, bye. <laughs> what do you say? Good luck with the grieving. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do, poor lady? She'd hung up on me once. That, re- that and I called back. Hey, hey, hey! This house isn't gonna paint itself. Where's Jim? That's uh, that's something. Yeah, I had a similar kind of thing happen fairly recently. It was a text though, but I texted. I don't even know how I texted this person by accident. I was trying to text my wife, when I texted by accident a friend of mine in uh, back in the Midwest, who had. Well, well that's I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll tell you what the text was. I don't remember how it happened. I just hit the wrong thing on the. I don't know. But anyway, I texted something about about Henry. Our, our kid, I said, is Henry okay? And the text reply was, I don't know if Henry's okay, but I'm not. My house just got destroyed. <sighs> wow. And then I realized, oh, okay. Jeez, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This was meant for what's going on. Honest to God, literally, and I'm literally using literally properly, okay. literally had their house destroyed minutes earlier by a tornado completely wiped off the foundation and everything they owned and you texted them how's henry yeah henry i don't know how henry is but my house just got destroyed i got no home and what are you texting me for jack we haven't talked in ages (laughs) boy that's sad wow isn't that something wow at least he didn't end up like jim so i i was in a similar position of uh (sighs) sorry that happened yeah that's Um, rough i'll let you get back to your thing there Uh, yeah Mm, goodbye (laughs) <laughs> oh boy wow what are you gonna do that happens can i have his paint brushes oh boy no 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 that would have been inappropriate so did she so s- do you know any other good painters she did she say it like she was mad that you were calling or no she sounded like somebody'd say it if her man had had, had passed on half an hour previous did you get the sense that that, that it was expected like he'd been sick for a long time and then nah. or did he get hit by a bus i don't i have no idea i didn't i you know i didn't follow up really what happened who is this uh my name's joe i need a painter anyway what happened no, no, I just said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, wow. um, or, um, goodbye. <laughs> I'm assuming the woman that Joe called didn't have caller ID, because I can tell you right now, if a close family member had just passed away a half hour ago, I would only be accepting calls from family members. I would make sure to check the caller ID that it was indeed just family members. I'm not sharing personal tragedy with strangers or even dealing with them in a tragic situation. So I really feel like Joe was kind of put on the spot in a way. I know he did call her, but but you would have thought that she would have screened the calls a little more just to make sure that it was only family members calling. I don't know. I mean, I guess I shouldn't judge, but it just seems to me that that's what most people would do. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so that was a pretty short segment. Let's add something else. This was from 2011. And this is a story of Joe's son getting his driver's license. And he goes off to the mall for the first time, and and Joe reflects on his memory of going to the mall and also talks about his interaction with his son. I think it's relatable for all you parents out there. So let's go ahead and listen to this segment. Got his driver's license the other day, as I mentioned. Uh, did a very nice job. And yesterday, a couple of buddies of his come over, and uh, which is cool. They're nice fellas. And um, actually, one one's heading for a military career. So he's uh, about as uh, you know straightened up and flying right as you can get. But he announces, you know, we're going to uh, mind if I use the truck to go hang out at the mall. Thought, Wait a minute. Gonna, what, what do you have in mind? You're going to hang out at the... You did, son. Then I realized, oh, that's what I did like my entire life. Just go places and be there. (laughs) It just seemed seemed very disreputable, very like fraught with the possibility of something going wrong. Uh, But uh, so off he headed to the mall. And I hope I told him my parting words were don't break the law. (laughs) He said, I won't. Can teenage? I didn't know teenagers could drive with other teenagers. I thought there were some sort of rules or something like that. Uh, There are. There are. He actually didn't have them in the car. They were with the mom who's going to drop the them truck. off. 
Yeah, he had him in the bed of the truck, bungeed down. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're going off to hang. So, uh, what do you think of that as parting words? We have friends who, as their sons, and their I guess mostly their sons, but I guess probably their daughter too, went off to parties. They would say, "No drinking, no drugs, no sex." Right? And their kids would have to say, "Right." I get it. Well, I don't know. Before they left. I don't know what I think about that because it almost like reminds me, oh, yeah, that's the cool stuff that I'm not supposed to do, so it must be awesome. You think? I don't know. The kids are great, by the way. I don't know. Great kids. But um, what do you think of that as sending your kid off? Don't break the law. Meaning, you know, look, go hang, do what you want to do. I'm I'm a pretty libertarian parent. Do you mean don't burn down the mall, or do you mean don't speed? Is that what you're mostly worried about? Both. But you're not, you're mostly talking about driving, Don't, well, no, not necessarily. Don't be doing any drugs. Don't be speeding. Don't steal anything. Don't get in a fight. Hmm. Don't deface public property. Don't plagiarize the works of published authors. (laughs) Don't rebroadcast National Football League games without express written consent. <laughs> right! Now, that's a crime that's always been one of my pet peeves. NFL copyright infringement. It should be a felony. Don't break the law. That's just that I wanted that reverberating in his head. Because mm-hmm. aside from, like, deciding you're as tough as those gangbangers walking through the mall, that'd be a pretty terrible mistake. But aside from that, really anything hellish is going to be... Law breaking involved. Mm. I just um, noticed with <clears throat> with uh, I've noticed with both puppies and babies, which have similar, uh, have very similar drives as beasts in a lot but, of ways. Yeah, but uh, their 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 want to go to the area you don't want them to be in, and the more you pick them up and take them away from that area, the more that's a magnet. Must be something there I need to have if they keep taking me away from there. Sure. And yeah. I wonder if that's similar to the don't have sex and. I don't know. I, I Psychologically, don't know I don't have any idea. I've just got the one case study. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. People have no... Well, you know, some uh, stereotypes uh, come from fact, and I knew some minister's daughters who were wild. Wild. Because that sort of thing was completely unacceptable. And, and, and Oh, these chicks wanted to party. I like where this is going. Giggity, giggity, giggity. So, Bingo. So in that instance, you're saying that don't do this, don't do that, and made it more appealing? Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's my guess anyway. But ministers' daughters are legendary for being wild. Legendary. And in my experience, there is some truth to it. I but, certainly know if there were two doors right there on the wall. Yes. And you said to me, one thing, do not do. Do not go in there. <laughs> If you said that every day, yes. I would get to the point that I, I just I couldn't resist. I might you know have what? no interest other than that. You know what? You're right. If I said it to you once, I think you're at the age where you'd think, well, it might be hungry tiger, so <laughs> screw it. But if you're a young person, yeah. don't have the I better not center of your brain developed, which they say is fully formed by 24, 25 years old, typically. That's right. You heard me. 24, 25 years old. If you don't have that going, once might be enough. But even at your age, my age. Somebody said it over and over again. Just look, seriously, again, door B, don't. I only take about twice. I've gone in there and I'm fine, but don't right. you go in there. Oh, no, 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 no. Door A is the door for you. <laughs>
<laughs> not Dorby. And someday drive you crazy. Someday you can go in Dorby, but right. not now. Not oh, not now. <laughs> Woo! Not now. You are not ready. So that segment was from 2011. What I found interesting about that segment is that his son was eager to start driving. And I know when I was 15 years old, I did the learner's permit. I remember my dad taking me to a isolated business park where I could learn to drive this old red truck. I just remember my dad backseat driving, even though he was in the front seat with me, and uh, just being panicked that I was going to tip the truck or something. Of course, I was driving super slow, being extra cautious, but uh, he was still nervous. Then when I was 16, I went to the DMV, got the driver's license. I remember being nervous for the driver's test, and which was funny because it was so easy for me. They just had me drive a little ways, do a very simple parking maneuver, and said, hey, congratulations. So it didn't take much to get a driver's license at the DMV I was at. I was probably a danger to society. When I first started driving, my parents gave me an old red truck. There was two things I remember about this old red truck. One, it had no speed. I would struggle to get the 65 on the highway, and sometimes I could get the 70 if I was going downhill or I had a wind behind me. I think that's one of the reasons my parents gave me this truck, is they knew I wouldn't get speeding tickets, and it would be safer, supposedly. Although I had people constantly passing me, and you know, occasionally I'd get the honk or the finger. I'd just look down with shame and pretend I didn't see them. And second, which sucked is because the truck was so slow, I'd often have classmates who would leave school at the same time as me. And it was not fun to see them passing you and uh, pointing and laughing at your truck. My parents used that truck to haul garbage as well. They would use it to haul garbage to the dump. And so there were stains in the back of the truck, and it was just embarrassing. Plus, it wasn't a girl-getter either. I mean, who's going to be attracted to the guy driving that truck? Yeah, the truck with the hazard lights on as it's going up and down the highway. Is it broken down? No, that's just hazard lights just to let people know it's slow. Anyhow, enough about my childhood. Well, thanks for joining me for another classic A&G segment. Hope you enjoyed those two small segments, and I'll look through the archives again next week. Until then, well, I guess that's it. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.